Yo, 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 what's good, people? It's your boy Bernie Abambi, aka Burn the Phone. Hey guys, it's just us. How's it going? Mm, happy New Year, lads. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. Well done for making it out of that period of gloom and doom we affectionately call uh, Crimbo Limbo in the UK. <laughs> 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 A strange time, but wow, the other side. Brand new year. I'm tired already. <laughs> Bruh. I signed I signed into Slack today, first day back, and literally two minutes after I signed in, I'm getting pinged. I'm like, Jesus, please take I nah. Over it, yeah. over it, but hey. Yeah. It's like that meme. Have you seen it where she's like, Oh, that's really pissed me off. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask. Oh my yeah. god. Anyway, but um but, yeah. Know, yeah. Hope you guys had a nice festive mm-hmm. um period. Mm-hmm. All them things. Mm-hmm. Uh hope you enjoyed the recap episode. Um mm. despite what the haters might say. Um no I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> we love you all. Uh but yeah, uh we'll just jump right into things. So yes, uh let's yeah. see. So yeah, let's kick off the show as we always do for our emergent artists to have a listen to this. Is it you? Is it me? I'm a figure of all your time. Ease your mind. Take your way to the places you will never find. I can wait till the day and I see you all in my mind. Cause you know how it be. So tell me it again one time, one time. So that was Tayout with her latest single, Is It Me, Hennessy? Um, and yeah, I had a great time. Soulful, sexy track. Love the tone of her voice. Like the sickly sweet vocals. They really contrast well with the sensuality of the track. Um, even just the ad-libs at the beginning, they were like very beguiling, kind of draw you in right from the go. Um, melodically, I really enjoyed the track. Uh, the verse is a really cool kind of like back and forth melody. And there were just little little flourishes there, like when she says, because you know um, how it be, so tell me. Like she really thought about which note she was going to do and what that adds to the track, and it just works really well. Um, yeah, the chorus, simple melody, simple question, is it me or the Hennessy? Um, love the rhyme, like could it be the tonic or are you really on it? I just think it's such a playful line. So yeah, utterly groovy production, brilliantly executed Neo Soul vibes. Uh, yeah, I really rate the track. Yeah, it was fun, it was bouncy, uh, like the vibe. Yeah, mm. good. <laughs> you know me, woman of woman of little words. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a vibe, so yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm. So yeah, if you would like to check her out, you can find her on Instagram at Infinitea. Um, so like, I I'll just spell it I N F I N I T A Y A H. So yeah, go check her out and show her some love. Yes, sir. Sweet. 
Um, so now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment, mm-hmm. while we discuss new tracks, stuff we're feeling, all that good music-ish. Mm. So not going to lie, I've not been feeling anything recently. <laughs> <laughs> so this section is probably going to be uh, very short. Mm. Um, Rent Free and By Any Means were like two newest songs by uh, Black, or Six Likes, I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like standard mm. vibe. I was like, yeah, you know, I... Not my favorite of stuff he's. Re- I really like um, Black a lot, mm. um, and I just really like his like you know sad boy hours kind of vibe, um, like especially some of his like older EPs and stuff. Like I vibe heavy to it, but mm. um, yeah, like they were fine. Um, Janaiko had wrapped me up, which I think was like a Christmas song. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a. Gr- I was like, oh, yeah, some new Janaiko. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like mm. it was. Standard Janae grooming. Um, yeah, first. <laughs> you know. um, and I listened to. Oh, yeah, you put on the. I've. You niggas need to leave Ali alone. Like, I. So I purposely not really entertained any of the kind of new stuff because, like, it's just. I. Yeah, but I listened to um, Poison with the weekend because you put it on here. Um, and it was fine mm. did you have any or your thoughts? um yeah like you i'm kind of not a massive fan of like posthumous work um because to me it's just like if it wasn't released it's either the artist didn't like finish it mm. or they didn't think it was good enough to go yeah. on like you know their actual work and yeah. so trying to like bring for want of better words like new life into these tracks sometimes they're like mm, it's a misstep i think it's annoying because I see what they were trying to do there. And in many ways, I was like, wow, but I do love Aaliyah. I love her vocal. I just love, like, she's just epitomizes, you know, R&B princess. But even this track, it kind of highlights what's wrong with like these kind of like posthumous tracks is that the quality just wasn't even good. Like her, her audio wasn't a high quality mm. audio. I thought it was just me. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. sounds off. Mm. And when you compare it then to the weekend coming in on his like, you know, futuristic 2021, mm. like, you know, and high studio quality voice, the disparity is just, it's kind of jarring actually. So uh, yeah, I, I think we should just like leave Leah. Her, you know, her catalog speaks for itself timeless still great i've been like getting back into my Aaliyah bag because they finally mm. put her stuff on spotify I which heard. you know uh, <laughs> make of that what you will if it's good <laughs> or bad thing but it definitely has brought her to me again and i'm enjoying her so yeah i'm going to focus on her, her earlier stuff mm. yeah but you know we'll probably chuck it on the download yeah leave the verdict to you i imagine yeah um but <laughs> <laughs> Give me the feeling same. Mm, mm, mm. One in the morning, one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Shoreditch Town, don't. Um, yeah, the Peru remix. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's my man, so I'm going to stick beside him. Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah. It, the combination wasn't what I would have uh, put uh, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, mm. I didn't hate it. And... Yeah. As I said, I fucks with Head. I fucks with Ed because mm-hmm. he fucks with me. So <laughs> that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Beautifully put. Um, and yeah. we rock with Mark. Uh, Mark rocking with us. I, uh, I think the general consensus was that it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Um, wasn't as bad as the JB Essence remix. Yeah, no, nothing. Well, definitely wasn't as bad as the the Baby Essence remix. We don't speak of it. But again, I just wasn't 
liking the juxtaposition between the voices personally um yeah i mean i actually heard this like um this like tiktok cover by this like what was his name toby lan i think we'll put it in recommended reading and it's more like a kind of more traditional interpretation of the song like he's like this nigerian just like tiktoker mm-hmm. and i like that remix so for me it's like the original and then like little tiktok besides that i haven't really got much you know mm. room for it but you know i feel like ed did this more as like okay let me amplify a smaller voice rather than like let me get clout kind of thing mm. so i appreciate that and mm. it's been about it he's been collaborating with mm. like african artists mm-hmm. and like you know african you yeah. respect all my justin bieber who was on this <laughs> apology tour for saying he hates negroes but anyway <laughs> um yeah like mm. it was I I wouldn't listen to it no, multiple times. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. Um that's all I've got. Is there anything else you want to no, share? I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um I'm trying to think, what well, has there been anything really since the Well I think it gets slow around Christmas. Yeah, time. yeah. People are chilling, um, fair play. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there something like Boris Johnson as a <laughs> something C word, I don't know. <laughs> Have we said that word in the show yet? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I, I throw it around. I like I, yeah, it. I also don't care. <laughs> but yeah, um and there was some weird I know, yeah, just Christmas time is a weird time. No one I think everyone's scared of putting stuff out because yeah. people just want to listen to all I want for Christmas is you, you know. As they should. As they should. As they should. Auntie mm. Mariah get oh, so funny, my niece. Um I've literally introduced her, she's Auntie Mariah. <laughs> and so we were watching the music videos together yeah. and then we watched the uh J Hard, um Ariana Mariah. Mm music video as well mm. and then i was like who's that and she's like auntie mariah it's <laughs> like yes baby yes teach him young, Get him young. <laughs> um yeah okay so that's that uh mm-hmm. <laughs> move on mm-hmm. uh so now we're gonna jump into the lowdown which is our pop culture seg- segment hello mm-hmm. <laughs> uh where we discuss trending topics tl shenanigans celebrity mess um general trash um so uh megan good is still fine but apart from that she is divorcing Mm. her husband devon franklin Mm. um i didn't know that they've been together for like nine years yeah i didn't know it'd been that long yeah yeah because i remember when they first got together and i was like surely like that wasn't nine years ago. Was it nine? Actually, wait. Or did they just come public more Maybe. recently? Because like, it doesn't feel like it was nine years ago. Yeah, no. I was like, that's a long time. Like when I think back to like, because I enjoyed their relationship. Um, I don't know. I, I'm always rooting for the Christian. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Someone tweeted, "I know she's happy. She didn't have to wake up at six a.m. for Christmas mass," and I screamed. <laughs> so, yes, no more night vigil. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I didn't mind them as a couple. I didn't know them that well. But one thing I did see was that well, I remember one time one old auntie was trying to be like, "So, like, Megan, you know, now that you are the woman of the Lord, you're gonna like start dressing right, like start wearing more clothes, yeah." <laughs> And he was like, no, no, she is not. She is sexy in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, brother. And I was like, yes, fight for your woman. Um, so, you know, sad news. Um, but, you know, like we said, Megan being good, she'll be fine. She's been good. Yeah, I, uh, side thing, I've been, mm. I don't know if you watched that. I've been watching, well, I finished it now. I've been watching Harlem. I've seen that she's in it. Is it good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's mm. like, um, it's like, you know, obviously it's a black cast uh mm. it's you know it's light-hearted mm. it's like fun easy very easy watching um i watched the whole season in like a little over a day um like 
there were okay so one thing with like mm. black tv shows that i don't really like is when they're sometimes too explainy about yeah, things yeah, and they yeah, go yeah. on these monologues about yeah. harriet tubman or like <laughs> you know the prison yeah. industrial complex is very yeah. much like we're explaining this to other people yeah turning this into a less like blackish does it a lot which yeah. they kind of managed to like i enjoy blackish but like mm-hmm. when shows do that a lot i kind of i'd rather you guys just yeah, you don't need to be. spoon feed us. Yeah, basically. exactly, yeah. exactly. So there were times where it kind of was a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, no, look, I, I enjoyed it. Um, mm. It was fun. Um, as said, Megan, still incredible. I had mm. such a crush on her when I was younger. Man, like her and my wife and kids. Cousin, uh, no, for me it was, um, well, it started off on Cousin, Ski- uh, Cousin Scooter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Thingy was there as well. Oh, what is his name? Something Ricard. Arnez in one on one, um, blonde guy, blue eyes, mm. but black. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, you'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah, no. His name was Arnez in one on one. Oh, th- he's also in Harlem. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. Reunion. Oh, nigga, yeah, he looks like that white actor who was in Desperate Housewives, the evil guy. <laughs> Like the steely blue eyes yeah 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 this nigga is yeah, in Harlem yeah. as well oh, okay yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah yeah so that was a bit of a bi-panic moment as a child <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah yeah but yeah you're right my wife and kids she was fine and then they replaced her with that light skin girl oh yeah what the hell my that wife was, and kids listen I've been, I've been watching a few episodes recently because it's Same. on it's on tv my, Amazon, my, yeah, yeah and my family have been mm-hmm. watching it and i'm like damn they really just I was like, every single woman in this show is light skinned. Mm. <laughs> like every mm. single, and all their partners are dark skinned men. Yeah, apart yeah. from Franklin. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Claire, and then mm. um, <laughs> uh, what was her name? Vanessa in the show. Yeah, mm. Vanessa. And they straighten the mum's hair as well. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> and the little girl's hair as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Katie. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't spare yeah. any curls in that yeah. show. <laughs> T-shirt man, but mm. no, she she rocks it well. Um, I was literally uh, <laughs> I'm still here, here, here. here. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm. <laughs> oh, bless oh, legend. Nah, oh. Tisha, she's, Tisha Campbell's given you know so what? much. She's done enough to she's like overcome so much. that. That will not be her defining. Moment. No, nah. she was in Martin. She was yeah. in. She's she's made her contribution yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um what are we talking about Megan good um yeah she's still fine um good luck to you sis yeah hope you're well mm. um jesse smollett uh the girls are coming for him um yeah so it was when was it was it 20 yeah in january 2019 um the former empire star told police that he was <clears throat> the victim of a racist and homophobic attack mm. and yeah basically um you I imagine you lot have probably heard, but yeah, basically mm. said like, you know, uh, they uh, put like a noose around his neck and poured uh, bleach on him and mm. called him um, racial and homophobic slurs. Uh, and yeah, basically, yeah, pe- police started to like investigate the story, et cetera, et cetera. And basically, yeah, it was alleged that um, he lied and, you know, tried to use this to, I don't know, bolster his career or mm-hmm. whatever the reason was. Um, but yeah, he had his trial and um, prosecutors said that he quote unquote lied for hours on the stand as he repeated what he told the Chicago police. <clears throat> um, each counts carries a penalty of up to three years in prison. Um, so, but you know, experts are saying that he probably will get a lighter sentence and probation because mm. he hasn't had any previous offenses. Mm. Um, but 
Yeah, basically. Um, so, yeah, at the trial, the jurors heard from brothers, um, these two Nigerian guys who said that. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the fraud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, that's funny. Uh, Smollett had orchestrated the attack himself and paid them um, 3500 each to carry it out. Um, whereas he'd said it was for a meal and a workout plan. Um, and then there were just a bunch of details that, mm. like at one point you were saying about how he had like a sexual like relation, like they were doing, I was like, I don't mm. really need to, mm. yeah, a lot was happening. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna let you go. What, what was your, cause we weren't on the air when this happened. I feel like we, we spoke about this actually. Did we? Yeah. I can't, I think we didn't speak about when it happened, mm. when we all believed it, but I think when like cast, like, doubts started to be cast on it, mm. I think we then brought it up because I remember saying one, when he did a concert not too long after and proclaimed that he was the gay Tupac, <laughs> that struck me as odd. <laughs> um, like I said, I think before it was given delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Um, and even I think the crowd were a bit like, <laughs> yeah um and i also remember saying that azealia bank is called bullshit from the jump <laughs> from the jump <laughs> so um it's sad because what also annoys me is that despite the you know dozens if not hundreds whatever of like attacks on queer people thousands on queer people it just takes like one person who was lying to like it suddenly now it like discredits like mm. you know everything that everyone else which has it ever shouldn't, said which it shouldn't yeah, which it shouldn't but you know like the that's how people are gonna, gonna yeah, yeah yeah so that's what really pisses me off like because you may and it, it is quite a sick thing to like take something that was so mm. you know like weighing heavy on people's hearts yeah. and to really like try and capitalize on the pain of not just the nation but the world like everyone was grieving and feeling some type of way about mm. what happened and to try and capitalize on that mm. allegedly but it's looking pretty allegedly that's like, the thing because i don't you know, know if this nigga is just a very very good liar or if he just or it's just the system trying to keep because <laughs> i obviously like i mm. most of the time like i will side with the negro and like mm. i want to you know believe you know da, da, da. but yeah. he added a lot of pepper to mm. that story a, mm. a lot of salt of pepper i was like even there was a video where the police came in and like his manager is like leading mm. the police up he's like okay fo follow me please um also like he's kind of a big star by the way so like could you know just don't freak out when you see him like he's just mm. a normal guy which i'm like what like and like, then no offense but like no I don't you're know. An empire, I, I, bro. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I liked you on Empire, but like, you're not. It's not Denzel. Anyway, and sorry. Then when they came in, he still had the noose on his neck, and they were like, "Oh." Um, and he was like, yeah, so as you can see, they put like a noose on me. The, the, the police were like, okay, do you, do you want to take it off? He was like, yeah, yeah, I was just doing it so you could see. Like, mm. you know, mm. I'm sorry. I I think uh, I'm going to trust the criminal justice system <laughs> this time. <laughs> it was that interview with like, was it Gail King where he was just, mm. he was doing cinema. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think he's doing too much cinema in front of Gail King. I don't know what she does. She brings it out in him. <laughs> well, I'm joking. I'm not going to blame it on Gail. I'm not going to blame it Ah, I'm fighting for my life, man. <laughs> Y'all are killing me with this shit. Okay, rabbit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, mm, I I do call bullshit. I'm afraid. 
and yeah you know i just hope you know people keep in mind that homophobic attacks are still very real Mm -hmm. racist hate crimes and attacks are still very very real Mm -hmm. and you know white people get to get away with killing a whole bunch of people Mm. in one go and they don't get painted with the same brush even though they probably should Mm. um so (laughs) no no, i'm joking joking. i was like "Mm, wait what (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking i love you white people um yeah it's just if yeah Yeah. if he really did like put all this thought and effort into concocting this then it was just a really Mm. senseless selfish and just dense thing to do because obviously you're gonna get caught Mm. um and it's the chicago police like of Mm. course they're gonna find Mm. a way to find a a hold in what you're saying so um yeah Mm. Uh, onwards um did you hear about i mean this is not really i don't really care give you on and justine sky apparently no. um she caught him in a line he was cheating i don't care i don't even know what oh were they going him. out together um oh yeah they were together for a little bit but um know. yeah apparently she basically like it i don't care it, <laughs> yeah don't worry he give you on cheats yeah. um like if you listen to music you probably put two and two together but <laughs> Yes, uh, Coldplay apparently stopping making, <laughs> stopping yeah. music uh, in mm. 2025, mm. which is still like the last reason. Why are you telling us that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chris Martin made the announcement on, on Radio 2 mm. um, saying that our last proper record will come out in 2025. And after that, I think we will uh, only tour mm. and maybe do some collaborative mm. things. Um, and a lot of people are celebrating this. And I personally disagree. I like Coldplay. I like Coldplay. I like Coldplay. I will stand in that. Milo Zalotto is Come my favorite uh, Coldplay album. Um, means a lot to me. I went for a lot of pain <laughs> to that album. Um, and I actually listened to their most recent album, Music of the Spheres. Mm. And I, I thought it was their best work since Milo Zalotto. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Having said that, though, I do think it's time for them to hang it up. Because I think they are kind of running out of ideas like i feel like you do see some sparks of brilliance in what they're doing but i feel like their days but i did like the last time i'm ready for i think it's about time. i think 10 is enough 10 is enough, for 10 is enough. Um, That's a lot. and i think i'll celebrate them and all that they've done but not like a oh thank goodness because you guys ain't shit but more like okay 10 albums you've, you've nice. done your bit yeah. yeah 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 how do you feel yeah no like mm. i bought to yellow like yeah <laughs> oh Coldplay that was a very specific period of my life I remember yeah. bopping out to Coldplay so mm. uh, yeah no I mm. hey ho thanks for the memes <laughs> um Denzel and Damson uh I didn't really have I s- remember when that f- clip first came out mm. in the multi I was talking about it I didn't care mm. um what were your thoughts? My thoughts were, will you leave that man alone? Um, he doesn't know who Damson is, and that's okay. Like, why would he be checking up on these small, small boys like that? Like, <laughs> this is bizarre. <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong, I rate Damson Idris, yeah, but like, no, why like would it. he? Why would he care? Like, realist, and he's British like, as well, you know. Yeah, he like he doesn't um, know. So, like, the, the issue is that, like, <laughs> Wait, not, what did you say? I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to say this for I said, you know, they hate us, like Brits. <laughs> But yeah, well, anyway. no, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. but yeah, like I just feel like 
you know, these reporters, they keep going to him like, yo, you seen this? You seen this? And he's like, nah. And I think maybe they think, oh, okay, if we keep asking him, maybe he'll mm. go home and watch it. But he just don't care. He so doesn't. He's not watching it. <laughs> so they keep asking him. And I feel like they're the ones who've actually engineered the situation now where it's like, okay, he's like, okay, look, you keep telling me about this guy who's doing little things on the internet. That's cute. But, you know, <laughs> let do the real work. Let me see what you can do. Because so far, all he's hearing is, he did an impersonation of you, this is an impersonation of you. So he was kind of goaded into giving that response. Now suddenly it's like, oh, you see, idols, this is why you shouldn't have idols because like, they just want to shit on the younger generation. He sounds like a bitter uncle. And I just feel like, as well, there is like a time-honored tradition of entertainers being shaded by their idols. <laughs> Mariah Carey pretended that Rihanna didn't exist for a couple of years. <laughs> it was a rite of passage. <laughs> Whitney also, like when someone asked like, what do you think of Mariah? She was like, yeah. I don't yeah, think of Mariah. I you know, Madonna referred to Lady Gaga as reductive. But then what happened in the end? Mariah and Whitney collabed. Mariah and Ariana and Jennifer Hudson <laughs> and um, Lady Gaga and Madonna did some terrible SNL sketch together <laughs> but basically they manifested so you guys actually need to get out of Damson Idris's way like Whoa. let him do his thing let him make his jokes whatever but also like don't be forcing this on Denzel mm, that's how I feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I just found it funny that um, John David Washington was catching so many strays <laughs> <in all laughs> so many <laughs> Oh, and he ain't that bad. Yeah, I like Black Klansman. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that was good. That yeah, was good. yeah, yeah. I didn't hate him in Malcolm and Marie. I thought the script was the issue. Yeah, I didn't me. hate. I mean, I just hated that he was hands on my girlfriend, <laughs> which I'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I likewise. I was just like, I genuinely don't think he knows who it is. I don't think mm, he's shade. I think nah. he just doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't know. Um, but yeah, no. Shout out to Damson. He's dead. He's dead bits. Yeah. Um. Okay, so um, Nancy Reagan was apparently the throat goat. Uh, that's that was a, a topic of um, discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it all started with um this girl who's the sister of Ben Shapiro. What's her name? Abby. Mm. Abby Shapiro. Basically, I don't know what prompted this. I don't know if Madonna. That was a recent picture of Madonna. It anyway, was, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. Makes sense. Um, so she posted this picture of Madonna, who was like, you know, lying in bed, and she had like a tit out, and then she posted a picture next to it of like the Reagan family, and she was like, "This is Madonna at sixty three. This is Nancy Reagan at sixty four. Trashy living versus. Oh, maybe let me do her voice. Maybe she sounds like a brother. <laughs> this is Madonna at sixty three. <laughs> this is Nancy Reagan at sixty four. Trashy living versus classic living. Which version of yourself do you want to be? <laughs> Um, and then after that, people then started to um, circulate bits from, I think it's like this like unwritten memoir or something mm-hmm. or, or autobiography or whatever um, about Nancy Reagan mm-hmm. uh, that, quote unquote, Nancy was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex, not only um, in the evening, but in offices. That was one of the reasons she was very popular on the MGM lot. Um and uh yeah, another source is quoted in that book is saying Nancy tagged along with friends on trips to Arizona. Her guy friends would pick up girls at Arizona State University, and Nancy, quote unquote, entertained them orally on those road trips. <laughs> so uh, yeah, then of course you know, apparently Nancy's got that Gawk Gawk three thousand. Um, <laughs> when I logged on to Twitter to see people talking about nancy reagan's mm. uh fellatio game i swiftly logged out mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and said not today <laughs> i know she was just thinking so what am i yeah 
yeah, apparently she was the blowjob queen of Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, they called her Just Say Yes, Nancy, which, okay. <laughs> uh, I saw a tweet that said, oh. my Nancy game so good, you want Ray game. Yeah, just, <laughs> that fucking killed me. Um, but yeah, I say, honestly, like, Nancy, take the W, okay? Because, you know, you could be remembered for many other things. You could be remembered for... Being um, awful, There we go. For, like, letting your... Best, well, a good friend of yours, Rock Hudson, die of AIDS. Um, when he reached out to you or age related illnesses sorry uh, but instead you're going to be known for you know giving that sloppy sloppy so <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's a win <laughs> ew oh my goodness mm. I uh, well yeah. <clears throat> sorry were you going to say something I just realised we can't make a TikTok of this this will get us oh yeah we will get banned, banned from that platform <laughs> <laughs> uh Megan Harry had a Christmas picture. Um, people were bitter about it. Um, <laughs> nothing else to see here. Didn't have any thoughts. Still mm. funny that the royal family really showed their entire racists behind mm. over this white baby. Mm. Um, that baby is ginger. <laughs> nah, literally. <laughs> a very white family. <laughs> Yo, it looked like a fucking Levi's commercial. Like they weren't wearing shoes. Yeah. It was, it was giving quinoa mm. and farmers markets, which mm. I love. But mm. yeah. I, mm. but they saw that kink. And they were like, "He's gonna be at the next Afro Nation. We need to, we need to stop exactly. it now." So, <laughs> Before yeah. he's using the friggin' royal horses to take him to. <laughs> but yeah, just the the commentary on like the way they were analyzing the photo and saying like, you know, they were being smug and they they can't even like look. Give us the the, the decency of looking in the People camera. Are bored here. Honestly, it's, it's perfect. The weather shit. There's nothing else to do. Mm. Um, insecure. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I think it was a, a lot to wrap up in one episode. So thank you for the 40 minutes, HBO yeah, and writers. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan and Issa, it could have ended worse, um, I guess. Um, at least, to be honest, they were both on the same page at, at, in regards to it feeling like not quite right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, fair. And, you know, to be honest, like, Issa and Nathan, like for me, like mm. I like them together and like, I don't know, they were whatever, but like, I won't deny that I thought that her chemistry of Lawrence was like way, way better. And I just, yeah. they, 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 they go, yeah. but I hate Lawrence and um, I fancy <laughs> well, we Nathan, want- <laughs> so hence team Nathan. So <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like, you know, mm. I wasn't too mom. I really just wanted Issa to choose herself and not these niggas. But anyway. Um, True. Yeah, but that I guess was an option as well. That it was, but <laughs> if she wants to play that mama, God bless her. Uh, Molly and Torian, maybe I'm tripping. Everyone, maybe you should just fuck your colleagues. It can work out well <laughs> sometimes. Uh, um, Tiffany hating Denver. I yeah, very much saw that yeah. happening. She's just yeah. so funny. She's like, I hate it here. <laughs> um, Kelly. Oh, it killed me when um uh when Kelly announced she was pregnant, and then Tiffany was like, Oh my God, they can get married. She's like, Simone can be the older woman. I was creasing. Uh, other bits, um, yeah. Lawrence is just a little thing. Uh, Lawrence's mm-hmm. parents, like especially his mom, just cracked me up. Yeah. Just with like the gospel rendition of like "Happy Birthday," yeah. and then his dad was like, "Did you get the present I got you?" Like a paperweight. You can never have too many paperweights. I'm like, I yeah, didn't you say "Happy Birthday" in Jesus' yeah. name? What does that even mean? <laughs> I just thought she was like condola. You know, very respectable young woman. One braid, very sophisticated. I was mm. creasing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like main takeaways, like I 
like I enjoyed it. I, mm. I like the little trip down memory lane at the end. Mm. And yeah, just always, yeah. Big Ooh. up Easter Ray. I love Insecure. It's the end yeah. of an era. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, what did yeah. you think of the phenomenon? It's crazy because my Insecure journey has been like not even a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fake ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> so I think maybe I, I relate to it in a different way. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. It was just, it, it was all tied up really nicely. Um, I, of course, I, I was Team Lawrence. Um, and yeah, just, you know, love prevailed. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you know, she got a little kid with him. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> no, it could never be me, but you know, <laughs> good for you. So. And she was happy in the end. She was happy. Um, yeah. the, I mean, the only thing is that, not that it was an anti-climax, I guess the ending, but, well, I guess I guess it kind of left it open to like, and then life just continued and mm. it just went on and on. So I, I guess I didn't mind that. Um, but, you know, it was very nice, the scene, the final scene where, you know, Issa and... Um, Molly, Molly, are crying. Yeah, um, you could like you can always. I like it when you can tell. Like, okay, like I, I know how they cry. Okay, like those are real tears. Like, yeah. I think that they, was apparently they were. And she said that. Yeah, she said it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, no, this was like a different kind of cry. Like we were crying like from deep, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great show. Um, I love to see that from pregnant at the end. I can't lie. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, they all got baby. But um, yeah, yeah. Well done, Issa. Legend. Yeah. And yeah, she's just put like so many actors on, so many musicians on. Mm. Like I fucking, the music in Insecure is one of my favorite things about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a great, it might have been yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, whoa, this is a tune. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, playlist yeah. always fire. Mm. And yeah, just like Issa and just what she brings. And it just felt so nice to just mm. feel like seen and see like two like dark skinned black women mm. at like the forefront of this, you know, thing and uh yeah you know mm. awkward black girl representation like mm. we love to see it so uh yeah i'm always like mm. I, I love you Ray. Yeah. and um yeah i look forward to what is coming mm. next and mm. uh yeah enjoy elijah's uh, recitals <laughs> uh you know oh, oh, oh yeah go very quickly yeah yeah i just love how like you know season four and a bit of five she was just like okay look let me show you some natural styles. Let me show you some natural styles. And it's like, okay, let me switch it up with you hoes. And she was giving weaves. She was giving... Mm. And she, Yo, the hair she, department. Oh, and I, I don't mm. think I've ever mentioned this, but my goodness, what a beautiful woman. Oh, like, her face is amazing. Stunning. Those eyes, like so... Oh, yeah. nah, she's honestly gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, I lost it. Um, sorry. No, that's all right, it wasn't important. Um, yeah, in terms of other stuff, eh. Um, did you see the cake puncher? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> Such a bizarre video. It's so bizarre. So, like, there were so many elements for me that were funny. Um, it was like when she was like, look at my fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it was the juxtaposition of like the shriek of one of disbelief from one of her friends, but then the silence from the other attendees. Like, so she's like, ah! <laughs> but yeah, several uh, several questions. Uh, first, 
Now, why that young lady punched that post? <laughs> <laughs> like the TL was confused for Literally, days. I just want to know why she punched that cake. <laughs> Secondly, how was the cake able to keep its structural integrity? Like, it didn't crumble. It didn't fold. It just went skirt. Like, mm. that was it. So, um, apparently, the mystery was solved. Did you Yeah, know? apparently, like, someone yeah. had already, like, fucked it up. Yeah, apparently, like, as they were bringing it out, they dropped it on the floor. Mm, okay, yeah. And then, so then she was like, you know, look at my phone cake they dropped it (laughs) so then she punched the tick makes sense but again let me circle back to the fact that they managed to drop that cake and the structural integrity still meant that it was standing it was made of vibranium honestly who made that cake yeah amazing but yeah the the whole thing just so comical (laughs) so comical hilarious yeah hilarious um the i don't know if i've don't know if it's still the case i haven't checked today but um the politics for all empire was suspended from twitter what the hell um the shade borrower of um downing street is um (laughs) yeah the down i I don't know why they were just huh yeah Mm. hey but i mean like it as people are pointing out they literally just do post like headlines from like the sun and the daily mail true and stuff i mean like but it's, they do it know. in a in a very precise like comical as well way <laughs> it's the fucking alarm cyrus <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh, um, it's the one where like boris kept coming to address the nation they can be like you know breaking news yeah. i was like please <laughs> mr johnson <laughs> what are you gonna um, do to me yeah, yeah no yeah i yeah. i don't know mm. but Mm, I want them back. I want them back. <laughs> they they bring a nice sprinkle of chaos <laughs> to the timeline. <laughs> messy, 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 messy. Mm. Um, apparently, yeah, Kaz and Tyler broke up time ago. Um, yeah, that was like last year. Yeah, <laughs> commiserate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I thought you were laughing at them. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, yeah, commiserate. <laughs> Commiserations. Commiserations. Um, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kanye apparently has moved across the road from Kim. Um, Creepy. (laughs) I hate her. Bump into Pete when they're taking out the trash. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, on that. Did you see today that um, the whole Tristan Thompson... You know what? I... Um, I will just say I am kind of over this um, storyline um, and I low-key feel kind of bad even though like Chloe I don't like her as a person another one but no he's just basically they did a paternity I'll read you that hang on go on let me pull it up (laughs) it was I'll show it to you as well because the way this guy did it he's so disrespectful (laughs) Um, so this is on like IG stories right this is the layout okay who is this Tristan? Yeah. Okay. So um, today, paternity test result revealed that I fathered a child with <laughs> Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. Lord. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout um, this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. <laughs> you don't deserve the heart- heartache and humiliation I've caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect for you, respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Um, wow. This nigga is evil. Um, oh, my days. Someone said it looked like friggin' credits. <laughs> like, this is more like yeah. the, the beginning of Star Wars movies. Oh, my days. I, sorry. I just- <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That one stuck up on you. <laughs> I just saw this reply. I said, Chloe's ability to suffer is something of biblical proportion. <laughs> no, honestly. Honestly. I just imagine her just oh wailing. Oh my God. Nah. <laughs> throwing up. Mm. 
yeah as i said mm. i'm kind of like i'm i'm done yeah it's you know yeah what more is there to say yeah i mean yeah <laughs> how many ways can you cheat on a woman you know <laughs> don't ask him <laughs> he'll show you uh blackberry are apparently stopping um <laughs> operating <laughs> Uh, I didn't know they were still about. Neither did I, but wow. R.I.P. Um, you mm. know, you had to be there. Days of BBM. I never actually had one. Of that. Oh, did you not? Very, oh, very uh, <laughs> bitter about that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and other days of BBM, mm. like for your pin. I'm like, oh, I'm my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, also hilarious that teens just had these like business phones yeah. for grown ups. <laughs> like, Bizarre. Um, Euphoria is back. I think either this week or next week, oh. which I'm gas about i'm so excited i fucking love that show so much um i love those kids i <laughs> just yeah I'm, I'm i'm gassed i'm gassed did you have you nah, watched it you never watched actually it? i think i will i think i will it's good mm. it's 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 very good mm. and i just yeah it's like it's heavy stuff mm-hmm. and like you know these kids are going through it mm. and it's kind of a more like glossy version of skins okay. but um mm. I really like it, and the music's good. Mm. Um, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yassified skins, I heard. <laughs> Yassified skins, yeah. Lit- yeah, that is literally. Because then they'd be turning up to school in the most ridiculous. These outfits, yo. Not one of them seen carrying a backpack, a pencil, nothing. <laughs> just pumps, just yeah. heels, and Luke's, Luke's. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, on that, um, I just wanted to. Did you get? A, did you watch Spider Man? I don't think I'm gonna. I'm okay, then I don't yeah. care about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, right. go, yeah, let that's loose, fine. Let loose. Um, yeah, so I watched uh, Spider Man uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, quite soon after it came out because I was like, I'm not getting the sport for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I felt the feelings a lot more intensely at the time. I've kind of had a minute to like simmer down, <laughs> but I will say, mm-hmm. I really, really fucking love that movie. Um, it felt like 20 plus years of fangirling over Spider Man just like culminated. And oh yeah, of course not just about zendaya for you no i fucking i <laughs> love the franchise yeah, like i yeah, read the course. comics as yeah. a kid i watched oh, all wow. the different iterations of the cartoons mm. i had the costume i had the shoes mm. like all the merch like i fucking <laughs> love spider-man <laughs> um and then like it doesn't have that zendaya's in it too but um yeah i was just gas literally mm. like if no if you I've saw it i was sick. shaking <laughs> like i was literally like you know how kids are when you get so yeah. tired they can't yeah. even speak <laughs> they're just like that was literally me in the cinema i was just like Ugh. um yeah like it, the acting um zendaya tom all of them like great um the comedic timing was great um one of my favorite things about spider-man is just kind of like just the way he moves and stuff to the action scenes and when he was yeah. fighting and stuff. I just, I don't know. He's so like agile. limber and yeah. agile. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield, I think. Um, and this has become oh, yeah, a- They uh, all came back, right? Yeah. Oops, sorry, spoilers. I mean, you guys are- you, come, on, come on now. Um, but yeah, yeah, they all came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, and since then, like, you know, people have been like, oh, like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man needs to another movie and, you know, da, da. Mm. And I just will say, I was there in the trenches when he first came out and then all, all everyone was dragging him like, ah. and now everyone's like, oh my God, he's like, Ehh. so I, I, but yeah, I've been saying from time, like, Tobey Maguire was like my, like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yeah. like, you know, the live action one. Yeah. Obviously, I've watched like, you know, other TV shows mm-hmm. of like the live, like the old, like 1980s or whatever mm. ones, but like they were dead. <laughs> but yeah, Tobey Maguire was like my Spider-Man. Mm. Andrew Garfield was like, 
I really liked like the brand of awkwardness he brought to the character and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the writing was just really bad for his movies, so he kind of got done dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Holland, I think, was probably the best fit just in terms of like age and you know stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know, he he's a very good Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like that Andrew Garfield is kind of you know getting his praise and getting mm. gassed and stuff and uh he's definitely like the hottest spider-man no <laughs> doubt um and i just love how aw- like literally it's just like how awkward he is and just how like, how, like funny and stuff because it's just like that's like the peter parker that i kind of like saw um and stuff and uh toby you know god bless him he's aged but um i still <laughs> i literally i was tearing like i wanted to cry like when Aww. i when i first when he first appeared i was like <laughs> sobbing during the whole of that movie like i was either shaking or like crying or like i was uh, yeah oh no, a gosh. lot a lot was That's happening <laughs> it was emotional as fuck um <laughs> and uh yeah like zendaya is still she's so fucking beautiful i just it, like i was in the front row as well so literally like just in big like the perfect eyebrows the like the eyes that everything like i was just like i i love this woman um but yeah i can see how these lot end up falling in love because like the chemistry <coughs> might be <coughs> there a little bit <coughs> allegedly um yeah who's to say really um but yeah like tom holland like i enjoy him and you know uh he looks like he's also looked like he's um gained quite a bit of mass since the last one so okay. I, mean, I guess i get the appeal or whatever mm. but um yeah i will um say that i am now training to become the next spider-man <laughs> um i think they need some diverse and even tom holland was saying like you know like he wants to you know leave it soon and there was a funny bit where sorry spoiler alert if you haven't i mean this whole thing's been spoilers mm. but where jamie fox um character he <laughs> mentions thinking that spider-man would be black and i screamed because one <laughs> there is a black spider-man um, miles morales and two i was like yeah that's that's me so i'm i'm being deadly serious i've become my training if zendaya likes british people who like to wear costumes and spin webs mm. like that's that's what i'm gonna be <laughs> um and yeah honestly 10 out of 10 i enjoyed it so much wow. um i'm gonna watch it again um after this week because i have plans and i don't want to get covid mm. um <laughs> but yeah i oh it was so it was so, mm. it was i was nah, i was so gassed I was, I was so gassed i'm happy for you <laughs> but, yeah thank you um uh, yeah i think that's pretty much it mm. um was there anything yeah no oh yeah just last thing um r.i.p betty white one of my mm. favorite white women mm. um mm. niggas love golden girls uh niggas love betty white mm. um i am niggas <laughs> and um yeah very close to 100 um so you know she lived she lived a good life mm. so legend yeah 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 but yeah um anything else you want to say no i'm good okay sweet all right we'll move on mm. there is no such thing as a coincidence <laughs> 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 the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're energetically aligned with me in this message. Are we going to get friggin' copyright? <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon and you can receive such benefits I'm as access good. to our close friend story. <laughs> First class stamps <laughs> on our list of letters and a connectly charged bonus episode deal and cut. <laughs> so don't waste any time. Take charge of your destiny. We shall be waiting for you. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Uh, that was well. I like that one. Oh, we could, yeah, I, I like the creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, last last episode we spoke about um succession, mm-hmm. um sexual health stuff, mm-hmm. um and other bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, come come hang out. It's fun. Mm. It's a lot more little back, laid back. It's a lot more chill. Mm. Um, and yeah, you know, mm. we we like we like seeing you. So um, yeah, okay. 
Awesome. Cool. <laughs> so now we're going to jump into Dear Download, which is our listener letter segment, where we answer queries, dilemmas, anything folks would like to ask us. If you'd like to get in contact, please do. We love hearing from you. Our email is deardownlaw at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can contact us on the anonymous Google link on our link tree or the Q&A section on TikTok. So, yeah. Okay, so we have an update from uh, somebody. I can't remember what their name was. We go them. But they wrote in saying that they are a writer and they wanted to represent a like POC characters and they wanted to know how about how to go about doing that in a authentic and non you know yeah authentic way basically so update um it says hi there again bambi and s i have begun to work on the story and have gotten through a few versions of the prologue your words of advice felt very affirming to hear and i'm so thankful that you took the time to talk on my query i have taken the time to speak with my queer and poc friends and they like you appreciated the, pro- the approach and questions i was asking as a white male individual i feel it's my place to do better than those before i will try my best to create scenes where for certain characters their representation slash identity is a part of their backstory for instance the military general who joins later but it will only be mentioned as to affirm representation and not pull a jk role in and later see mm. characters with a certain skin tone when it blatantly they were nothing else but paper white <laughs> um the two main Drag characters <laughs> the two main ca- characters consist of a latinx Latinx, yeah. yeah a woman who's known who's a know-it-all badass and the other a british man who's been cursed to never die and adventures Ooh. to discover an underground plot to threaten the world's safety Ooh. they find three more characters who come along the journey who are a black male detective with the gift of clairvoyance Ooh, yeah. an irish trans mtf military general and a french lady who suffers from mental issues and abuse which is causing her powers to freak out i like oh, that mm. interesting. it's a story about the good of humanity and still being alive and i wanted to cast who are the main focus the best focus on the world itself i work in large boats a long period of time and I heard that S expressed an interest in the draft but currently I'm busy with work and that causes progress to slow a bit so I was wondering if I could DM, DM her on Twitter to keep her updated yeah of course mm. please do please do thank you again for reading my message hope you both doing well um, yeah that's it oh cute oh I love <laughs> that mm. Mm. yeah oh sweet no problem mm. um, sick okay yeah <laughs> bon courage friend. well done yeah okay so <clears throat> This one comes from Neo Serenity, and the um, <laughs> the subject is to kink or not to kink in the days of Omarion. So, hey guys, first off, I recently started listening to your podcast after finding you on TikTok. The yassification was the one that did it, <laughs> <laughs> and I love what you guys do. I'm not really a podcast person, but yours put a big smile on my face. Oh, thank you. Thanks. So, here's my predicament: I'm into the kink scene and regularly attend parties. Some Sometimes I find guys to get down with, always with protection, and sometimes I don't. I'm going to Torture Garden. Oh, I know Torture Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I've never been personally, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Torture Garden for the new for the not New Year's Eve event. And my question is, would it be bad if I got with a random guy when there are an increase in cases? <laughs> Bear in mind, my coochie has been in lockdown since COVID. <laughs> I basically have an ice box where my coochie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Amari joke um, secondly I'm 29 and given up on dating but if I did decide to date I think the guy who would need I think the guy would need to be bi because I'm not going to spend my 30s struggling with straight boys Amen. but where do the bi guys hang out uh, stay safe Neo Serenity hmm. 
one yeah on the bi guy thing mm. i hear you <laughs> the next man i'm with will not be straight i'm saying this now <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm claiming it, I'm claiming it. <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm very happy right now but yeah no mm-hmm. we're not doing that anymore yeah um <laughs> Wait, so the question was about a party that's for New Year's, right? Yeah, so Which it's already gone. Yeah, okay. But, but, you know. In general, like, yeah, in these days of Amarian, should we <coughs> be going to events and shit? I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, for, I don't know. I yeah. feel like it's, like, up to your personal discretion. Because yeah, at yeah. this point, like, the government have made it very clear they don't give a fuck. <clears throat> so, um, it's about, you know... Considering, I don't know if you like live with vulnerable people mm. or da, 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 thinking about that. Um, but for me personally, I have avoided like clubs and stuff like that just because I have been well, especially in the run up. Well, when Amarin first started popping off, because I was mm. like, I do not ne- need to be catching this thing again, and especially before Christmas. Da, da, da. But just generally, I'm like, just the isolation thing, mm. even though they brought it down, it's still mm. like long, and my house is not very isolation friendly. So. Yeah. I don't want to do it so I try and avoid it um, as much as I can in terms of other kind of events with friends and stuff I've just become the COVID police and just make everyone do a test Mm. before we hang out Um, Mm. and yeah the rest of it leave it up to God because like Mm. it's been two years and it doesn't look like anything is going to um, change drastically Um, it's just about you know doing what you feel I guess comfortable doing like avoiding unnecessary risks if possible but Mm. like you know i mean i don't know if i'd be going to a king but but hey each mm. Mm. yeah what are, you, what are your me thoughts? personally um <clears throat> even just taking like the kink element out of it not because like of any wrong reason but just in general mm. going out being in close proximity with people um because even the club like you're, you're just as close you're still yeah. gonna be breathing on people All if you kiss someone you know swords, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of like dangerousness and whatever it's you know similar levels i would say um for me they keep saying look we need to learn to live with covid so <laughs> like I, I said it to us the other day life is for living um <laughs> i think the best thing you can do is just keep getting tested keep you know doing all the safe stuff like wearing your mask and shit you know washing your hands and stuff but like i just feel like nah i'm sorry like if you want to go out go out that's just (laughs) how i feel like obviously when like they're saying personally when they say you know okay guys don't go out anymore like it's illegal now then don't do it cool (laughs) (laughs) but like if it's legal and it's like you know what I actually want to enjoy myself and the government is not really, you know, they don't, like you said, like I said, they don't give a shit right now. Like, I just don't think we can take it upon ourselves to try and like, you know, now be the government. And like, I get it, like individual actions are important and they do build up to something. But at the same time, like, whether you go or not, that party is going on without you. (laughs) So (laughs) you might as well get yours. (laughs) So yeah, I just think testing, um, is like the best thing you can do because um, you know we're going like people are still like going to work and shit we're still getting on public transport we're still like putting ourselves in situations every day where we are exposed to the virus we can't we can't you can't avoid it really so it's, I think it's just about learning to live with it I had an ad the only person I know who's managed to avoid 
well one of the only persons <coughs> who's managed to avoid COVID for mm. these past like two years has been my mother because mm. that woman does not go anywhere <coughs> when her children get COVID she locks them away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that a life you want to live no mercy <laughs> so yeah I mean of course yeah yeah I, it's, it's, it's just about your personal choice I, but what I will yeah. say is I don't think you can be made to feel like a horrible person um, if you were to go so yeah, yeah i'd love to know if you actually did go please please do yeah, let update us, us let us know but yeah best of luck to you neo serenity <laughs> okay uh next question comes from <clears throat> i'm gonna merge these two questions because they're kind of similar okay um so it comes from scaredy cat 153 Okay. Um, he says hello I guess I wanted help with how to talk to my father because I'm a queer leftist young woman and my father claims that he isn't homophobic or misogynistic but he says things that hurt me to the core all the time then expects me to forgive him I don't know how to tell my father that I am basically everything he talks about hating so much P.S. I love your podcast so that's Scaredy Cat 153 and this comes Thank from you. Blue Magic who says uh, (laughs) dear dear Bernie and S I love the podcast and you both have voices for radio absolutely lovely thanks (laughs) Thanks. I come to you guys with a dilemma I hope you can help me with you can call me blue magic (laughs) I'm a 19 year old college student pronouns she her dealing with internalized homophobia I've known that I was attracted to women since I was about 13 slash 14 and as such thought of myself as bi slash queer but I've recently been coming to terms with the idea that I might not that I might only be attracted to women. Not sure how I would label myself at the moment, probably queer. Unfortunately, this realisation has led to a lot more internalised homophobia. I think it's partly because as as I get older, I realise what being queer will cost me, losing a connection to my culture and family, both of which are very important to me. I won't come out to my family, they're homophobic, but I love them, and losing them would also mean losing my culture. I honestly don't really know what to do about it because I'm attracted to women and want to date and be in a relationship with one in the future, but don't want to put another person through my baggage surrounding queerness, nor do I want to lose my connection to my family and culture. Do you guys have any advice on how to deal with internalized homophobia? Much love, Blue Magic. Damn. <clears throat> mm. I hate that we have to go through this. Yeah. Yeah. Like just hearing that like written mm. out, just like, ugh. Mm. Cause it's so real. Yeah. It's yeah. so real. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm letting you go. <laughs> okay. Um so if I go with, I guess, Scaredy Cat's question first. Mm-hmm. Homophobic um, dad. Homophobic dad says he isn't, but then says things that hurt him all the time. Oof. Wait, does the dad know that they're... No. Oh, oh nah, okay. No, nah. She's just, I don't know how to tell my father that I'm basically everything he talks about hating so much. And, uh, I mean, we've kind of said this before, but for me anyway... I feel like obviously you're getting hurt either way. Mm. Like it's hurting you to not tell him, but at least he doesn't know that the things he's saying are about you. But obviously if you were to tell him, you don't know how he will respond to that. You don't know what he may say to you and that could hurt. So it's, you know, it's not great situation either side. And so you kind of have to go like backwards and think, okay, what's like the least bad (laughs) situation? Mm. It's like, what, could I absolutely not really live with or deal with and what can I kind of bear for the time being? And unfortunately, you know, we've said it before on this podcast, like 
we as queer people we do have to just go in stealth mode so much mm. and unfortunately it feels like that's what you're gonna have to do scared sca- <laughs> because um yeah i just i can't see i can't see how it would be beneficial for you to come out to him and then still have to stay in his presence mm. and know that he's probably going to be feeling a very negative way towards you and not just feeling it but may even express that to you that to me sounds like it could be very damaging don't get me wrong what you're going through right now is very traumatic and it's that's a lot to deal with and i really feel for you but i feel like it could be worse if you tell him and then you have to deal with these outward emotions unless you feel like bottling bottling it up so much is actually more damaging because there are many people like we said before who actually it's like you know what it's more painful for me to keep this all inside and Mm. actually if i can just get this out then i feel like actually i am strong enough to deal with you know what the how they will respond to that Mm. because at least i'll be living my truth kind of thing and for some people that living in their truth is kind of what keeps them going but you you have to figure out for you what is better for you Mm. in the long run and also think of an exit plan um unfortunately Mm. Mm. and obviously i know it's not as easy as okay cool in a couple of years i'm going to uni or okay i'll just save it for a bit and then i can move out not everybody has it like that so i understand that that's a difficult thing but essentially these are the options you have Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. yeah i you know I grew up Catholic, so I am on team repression all the way. Mm. If it means, you know, <laughs> mm. safety. Mm. And yeah, it's just about, yeah, literally everything when he said, it's just about like assessing the risk and, mm. you know, weighing up priorities and what means more to you. And in, how old did they say they were? 19? Uh, I don't think they did. Oh, this say one, the, the other the one. The first was 19. one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, depending on how old you are, depending on like if you're dependent on um, your parents, etc., mm. um, then yeah it's it's hard because there's no Mm. like right or wrong answer Mm. but it's you know it is literally like a rock and hard place so but what you certainly can do is without well if you feel like you can keep your composure Mm. because even me actually i don't think i would be able like if like thankfully my parents don't actually really say homophobic things i can't even really think of like even on my like one hand i can't even really count how many times they've said like you know overtly homophobic things mm, I've um, had to fight pardon I've had to fight oh yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's battle. exactly and it's like I even me I actually don't know if if they said something really homophobic if I would be strong enough to whilst pretending that I was straight mm. defend it <laughs> it's a delicate because line. I would just burst out <laughs> Don't you think that's really mean to gay people? It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> a delicate line. So actually, I don't know if... Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend that. But if you said that he says things that hurt you all the time and expects you to forgive him. So maybe it isn't... Like, I can't imagine him saying something homophobic and then seeking your forgiveness. So maybe it's other things that he's saying that hurt you that, um, that aren't to do with your sexuality, but that is still causing you pain. I think that is a case of, and it's very difficult and it's easier said than done, but you know, making clear your boundaries, making clear what is not acceptable and what you won't put up with. And when that conversation happens, just shutting it down saying, I'm not listening to this. I've told you how I feel about this and you're upsetting me. 
I'm listening to this, walking away, leaving, mm. like literally, you know, walk out of that house, go for a walk, drive, whatever. But like, shut, like literally, like saying no, this isn't acceptable, and then disrupting that, like you know, whatever they're saying, and just leaving. Um, I think, of course, that may, you know heighten things in some ways but at the same time maybe that will give you a bit of a release to just be like you know what i'm not just gonna take this from this person and just keep going in this cycle like at the very least i'm gonna kind of try and disrupt that cycle a little bit mm. that may help you to feel a bit better about that situation i don't know mm. Mm. yeah Mm. and then so yeah good luck with that um, <laughs> I kind of hate calling you scared of cats <laughs> but good luck with that snookums <laughs> um, and then uh, Blue Magic so you're one about the internalised homophobia and you're 19 mm, um, you grow out of it mm, if you try to mm, we've mm, all been there mm. and like it's it's like you 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 go through po- like moments where you do grow out of it but there's still like shit and you still yeah. hold on to it for yeah. sure but you, you can grow through that um, I would say um, oh yeah in the family and the culture yeah 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 <laughs> so uh, I'd say dealing with the homophobia the internalised homophobia um, I think surrounding yourself with queerness helps and just being like well actually no like I love gay things <laughs> like I like watch gay movies but <laughs> like queer movies I mean like you know cinema um, like queer friends surround yourself with them mm-hmm. like they will bring out the love they they will bring out a love for yourself. I think actually that was one of the best things about like um, getting queer friends is mm. that actually it was just so validating yeah. to my experience yeah. and to hear other people. And you know maybe they've gone through the same shit as me. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they can just be like, "Oh, look at me, blah blah blah," and just like, "Yes, like I'm enjoying seeing you living your truth, and it makes you feel better about yourself." Um, so yeah, I would say surround yourself with queerness in terms of the battle, battle the, yeah. um, the internalized homophobia. Um, don't be afraid. I mean, obviously, I know you're afraid to explore, but like it's the only way that thing is going to get better in terms of as well like accepting it i guess Mm. because then it's like okay well i know who i am because this is how i feel i can't deny those feelings and i think once you accept that well this is who i am i can't deny it it becomes easier to accept yourself um but in terms of the family shit again and that's i i really do especially with your one i do um I mean, I'm assuming you're black. You said blue magic. <laughs> um, I really do understand yeah. about that fear of losing your connection mm-hmm. to your family and your culture. Yep. I remember seeing this yep. t- um, TikTok. I don't know if I was able to find it, but it was this woman who was just like crying because <laughs> she was just saying like, you know, one of the most traumatic things for me about coming out and being like cut off from my family is that I am no longer able to participate in cultural life that mm. meant so much to me I used to love going to church I used to love the culture of that and now I can't participate in that and I find it really sad like one day when I have a wedding and I want to do it in a you know a, a, like very Nigerian way mm. I may not be able to do that because of who I am and because of my family situation mm. and that's very sad so I get yeah I hear you yeah, um, <laughs> it is very sad it's, it's very <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> mm. Mm. I guess really if it does come down to it it's you know that whole thing of chosen family mm. and finding again it comes back to community and yeah. finding your community and surrounding yourself with people who mm. understand you and see you all of you mm. um, unconditionally mm. and um yeah, I I, mm. I I I don't know. Like it's 
like i i very much relate to yeah what what you're saying like i hate yeah. you um <laughs> i guess it's uh, yeah i <laughs> i don't know i mean presuming you're you know i, I don't, i'm just gonna pull a, a nationality out of yeah. like say you're nigerian or whatever uh. like you know if you're i don't know immersed enough in the culture or i mean i don't know because then obviously like community is also part of it but i was going to say just yeah. in terms of keeping the culture alive like yeah. the culture isn't just your parents like you are also part mm. of that culture and so you mm -hmm. can still you know you are still entitled to enjoy it and you know like cook the food and like listen to music and do all the other bits but i understand it also comes from like you know the actual like people and so that's where you know but yeah you know there are queer people of color and you know people who are probably in very similar situations who've had to you know kind of forge their own um communities and stuff yeah. so yeah um on that yeah I, I don't really have much more to say on that mm. and yeah the internalized homophobia thing and yeah i think what they're saying that they feel like they just like women yeah 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 mm -hmm. it's <laughs> it's just yeah yeah it, it takes time and eventually you know <laughs> no, that's a terrible thing <laughs> I was going to say Once you've been with enough of them You'll be like enough <laughs> uh, But no 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 like, I hear that <laughs> <laughs> No like you mm. You already kind of like Have an inkling And you know Think that's the case So it's just a case of Because yeah Literally all yeah. it is Is well one Like yeah Like internalized homophobia And not liking Because I, I kind of went through This little phase Which is weird Because like I'm not um, A lesbian But mm -hmm. in the moments Where like I was I don't know wondering if I was or yeah. when niggas were really pissing me off mm -hmm. I was like do I actually even like but then there's also part of me that was kind of like almost feeling like I need to hold on to the bisexuality thing because yeah. like I can still yeah. claim some yeah, sort of yeah, like for sure privilege straight mm, privilege mm. and it's terrible but like just keeping it real that mm. did enter my head and stuff yeah. and like now I can comfortably say like I very much am bisexual mm. um but yeah it's kind of letting go of that and you know like compare and everything mm. um and so i lost the the second point i was gonna say um yeah no it's completely left my head uh were you gonna say something um yeah i was just gonna say in terms of the like not wanting to put another person through your baggage surrounding your queerness Fierce. and your family i would say don't even like don't even pay that any mind honestly <laughs> people I, I one thing i will give to queer people we we do understand that like, we understand that family shit is hard and even if people come from very loving families i've found in my experience anyway people have been nothing but understanding about when mm. i say yeah. oh, i'm not out to my family i'm not out to certain certain friends they get it so i would say do not stop that do not allow that to stop you from seeking out relationships because people understand yeah like wasn't the, what was that movie with freaking uh christian stewart and <laughs> we do not speak of that <laughs> I had yeah, yeah. you know christian stewart did a whole like you know fine yeah i'll pretend i'm like your roommate blah 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 <laughs> obviously not to romanticize the whole they were roommates situation <laughs> but it is an option and like i literally have friends who are in that situation where like their parents think that they're just roommates and it's fucking like obviously it comes with its challenges but at the very least they know that they've got a home that they've got together they've got their lovely relationship they've got a beautiful dog <laughs> <laughs> and um they're happy and they've got their bit of peace and actually they find that the most most of their life is actually very peaceful and it's just like maybe once in a while when they have to meet up with family and shit um it's a bit awkward and shit or like they have to hide but 
the majority of their life is very happy. So I would say don't like obviously it's not ideal. No one wants to like live as like a DL person forever. No one wants to feel like they have to hide themselves from their family. But sometimes we do have to make choices and there's no right or wrong choice. It's not, oh, you must come out to your family and if you're not doing that, then you're just kind of living this like lesser life. Mm, like mm -hmm. it's about do what works for you, what serves you and keeps you the happiest and causes mm. you the less, the least amount of pain. Yeah. So if you find that actually not coming out to your family and letting them think that you have a roommate for like 50 plus years is what works for you and keeps you happy, then by all means do that. There are so many ways to be queer. There's no right way. Mm -hmm. So find your path. Um, and I hope, yeah, just think about it. But please, please, please do not, rob yourself of like joy and love just yeah. to please your family yeah because it's your life nah, it's your life it really is yeah mm. yeah that's the word and uh yeah the other point i was gonna make um very very minor but yeah just kind of letting go of just the fear in general that comes mm. with saying like you know i am gay and like mm. just gay and mm. Yeah, just not being afraid to just be who you <laughs> be who you are. <laughs> your um, yeah, yeah, no, everything Bernie said um, mm. was a word. So, yeah, good luck. It's sucky and it's hard, mm. and I really wish we didn't have to mm. do this. But hey ho, such yeah. is life. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Send them a book here and there. <laughs> Find who's who's a really likable gay that you can like, you know, push on them. You'd be like, oh, mommy, did you know that um, they're actually a lesbian? I'm like, oh no, but I, I love. I'm like, I know, like, she's great. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> we need to but find. Yeah. We need to find one for the blacks. Yeah, yeah who's we do. who's a who's a nice queer? Jussie oh. Smollett. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to yeah, brainstorm. Yeah, we'll think. But um, yeah, yeah, please, please, like, just start to love who you are and start yeah. to accept it because yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. And I feel like you know that. You know that, like, you are who you are and, like, it's just who you are. Mm -hmm. And we, we can't. And, like, this goes for anything. Like, I feel like so many times as humans, we like punish ourselves for being who we are for yeah. being queer for being like fat or for being sure or whatever and it's like but this is me like i this is just how i am like why do i not deserve happiness why do i not deserve love because of who i am that's bullshit so please um like i said surround yourself with queerness surround yourself with love and yeah yeah go yeah. forth <laughs> yes sir mm. um yeah thank you guys for writing in mm -hmm. um yeah as per if you want to ask a question uh did download gmail.com uh anonymous google link tiktok q a um yeah hit us up okay cool okay so now we're going to jump into the damn lies which is our news and politics segment uh we're going to keep it cute because um timings but uh yeah red list was redacted retracted and redacted <laughs> um amen the evil yeah. you've done is enough um yeah and no, i just know those people were pissed who had to pay for the quarantine uh, and, um, honestly yeah mm. um mm -hmm. omarion updates yeah isolation changes yeah seven days now um literally just to get people back to work and mainly like nhs workers but mm. you know like i am on the side of like following the science and so mm. if there are like legitimate um you know 
things because like I, my when my friend got COVID, like she did um, a PCR maybe like six or seven, no, like seven eight days after she mm-hmm. got it, and mm-hmm. it came out negative. So mm-hmm. if you know the the window like of infection like does decrease or whatever and if you test mm. like if there's like a logical reason and like a scientific reason but like yeah. i'm not against it yeah but um with this lot like it's always just like there's another reason yeah. so yeah i'm always skeptical but um yeah i know they've changed i think they changed like five days in the u.s yeah, i heard this which is days, which people which are sounds up and up yeah that sounds me. crazy that sounds nuts <laughs> like i remember when i got COVID the first time and i was like have you had it more than once are you Oh wait, sorry. No, the only time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's didn't happen. Only once. Um, but when I got it, um, yeah, and I remember I like got you know got it and then got tested like maybe like ten days later, like thinking okay maybe like you know <laughs> not that I can leave, but like just to know that I don't have it anymore. Mm. And it came back positive yeah. like ten days later. So I was like, damn. So I don't know if it's a case of maybe if you've had it once already, then the second time or it the lasts variants or the or variant. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does sound a bit. You're like, yeah, yeah, you, you're you're fine. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, go. Even <laughs> that, that, like, you need. I feel like you need some recovery time. Like mm. that recovery. <clears throat> when I got COVID, I yeah, I I took women like four days off work, and I mm-hmm. only went back on the fifth day because like I low key felt like I had to, and I work remotely, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I was falling asleep at mm. my. I was so fucking tired. My mm-hmm. brain was foggy. I felt like shit. Mm. Um. So yeah even if you're like you know hypothetically <coughs> like clear or whatever like the symptoms like people get long COVID yeah. for a reason you yeah. still feel you know so i hmm, yeah but hey ho mm-hmm. um good luck to everyone involved uh there yeah talks of um yeah like investigating the met police for institutional um homophobia over mm. the um port or what's his name was it Stephen port yeah Stephen port who um was like the if you guys know the grinder killer um in 2014 2015 mm. there was actually a bbc documentary oh, slash yeah? movie that came out like the other day okay. i think i've been meaning to watch it but um yeah basically um in terms of how the police handled the investigation and basically saying like you know they didn't take it seriously because it was like game um queer men etc mm-hmm. etc et so um yeah there were like uh talks of inquiries into that um hang on an inquest jury ruled on friday that the police mistakes probably contributed to the deaths of the victims a lack of cultural awareness is how i would describe that how I would best describe that um so yeah i mean you know the met police are not um mm. a of um <laughs> institutional mm. uh biases <laughs> and all that so um mm. yeah yeah <coughs> do you have anything on that nah nah i mean um i've it's interesting that they've they've taken that step to say that and to like you know potentially declare themselves as homophobic and racist but um oh they they didn't say that since it was an independent oh i thought they were gonna declare oh no 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 okay well my fault for even (laughs) (laughs) okay well yeah Mm. no they rejected the label of institutional homophobia (laughs) they said i rejected (laughs) but admitted a lack of cultural awareness so um yeah that's just like no we reject that but you know we are a little <laughs> iffy little oh iffy. gosh 
Um, <coughs> Tony Blair has been appointed by the Queen to Brit- um, Britain's highest order of chivalry, the Order of the Garter, um, knighted. Um, there have been, I think, yeah, well over now, 500,000 signatures for a petition to have that removed. Mm. Um, number one op, Keir Starmer, has said um, he thinks, you know, he deserves it, da 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 da, da. <laughs> Of course, Tony Blair, you know, war in Iraq, Afghanistan, war criminal, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, da 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 I, uh, yeah, mm. I mean, hey, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me because those mm. awards don't really mean anything to me. But mm. um, I mean, he, like, it's quite common for prime ministers to get them. Like John Major yeah. had, it was a sir, um, mm. etc. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. It's just, they're just so out of touch, aren't they? <laughs> the royal family, like, and just in terms of like the mood, like, who even needs this, you know? But yeah, no surprises there. I'm sure worse people. Not to say that it's okay, but like I'm sure he fits in very well with a lot of people. Oh yeah, received. there are some terrible mm. people. Who mm. received. Um, yeah, speaking of the royal family, um, Prince Andrew is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's this week. Uh, a U.S. judge is to hear arguments why the Duke of York's legal representatives to have the sexual assault civil lawsuit brought against him dismissed without trial. So yeah, he's being um, sued by Virginia Giffrey. I never know how to pronounce this lady's name for alleged sexual assault that took place when she was younger. Um, <coughs> and yeah, saying that, you know, she'd been trafficked by Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein. Um, so yeah, the Prince Andrew saga continues. Um, Mm. I don't know how that's gonna pan out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell did um, get uh, yeah guilty verdict yeah. Um, mm. the other day. Uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, so she yeah she was convicted on five of the six charges she faced. Um, in addition to sex trafficking, she was found guilty of conspiracy to entice individuals under the age of seventeen um, to travel in interstate commerce with intent to engage in illegal sexual activity, conspiracy to transport, fucking hell, conspiracy <laughs> to transport individuals under the age of 17 to, oh, trans- mm, okay, yeah, basically a bunch of, yeah, sex trafficking shit, mm. um, and yeah, she faces up to 65 years in prison when sentenced, uh, so, yeah, I mm. didn't realise the Jeffrey Epstein suicide was so long ago. How long ago was it? It was like 2019. Oh, um hmm. yeah in in 2019 which i mean yeah i guess up the past two years of covid have just been like but mm. um mm. yeah 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 um thoughts <laughs> <laughs> thoughts it's like those thoughts. problematic tweets are like thoughts <laughs> thoughts on uh just just for bad shits and gigs yeah thoughts on uh the conspiracy that it wasn't a suicide <laughs> oh oh yeah i i i would yeah hmm I, I wouldn't wouldn't put that. it past yeah, no, yeah I, I mean yeah. he has a lot he had a lot of dirt yeah. on a lot of people a yeah. lot of powerful people so and I just feel like yeah they're reporting about this trial but like they're not really really reporting like if you blink you can kind of miss it kind of thing like they're not mm. it, it's, it's happened yeah. quite quickly and yeah. quite quietly um, and I'm surprised that she hasn't been like so what she hasn't been singing like a canary like what's you know not that so I've yeah, seen anything major. yeah. Um, so it's all just very shady, very sus. But yeah, sixty-five years sounds about right. <laughs> hey, I mean, and how old is she? Um, she's got to be at least fifty. Yeah, she's going Maxwell. She is. Yeah, she's sixty. Mm, there you go. Oh, her birthday's on Christmas. <laughs> 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 Oops, um, 
Oh, she went to Oxford. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, and then last thing. Uh, yeah, this came out, I think, today. Um, basically, all historic gay sex convictions are to be pardoned mm. under a new scheme. So uh, gay and bisexual men previously convicted under UK's historically anti-gay laws can now have charges such as solicitation pardon due to a newly expanded scheme. Um, the government's agreement to amend the police crime sentencing and courts bill will help expunge the records of people who were, who were convicted of crimes relating to homosexual activity um, due to previous laws that criminalise consensual, consensual gay sex. Um, Tory Home Secretary Preeti Patel said, it is only right that where offences have been abolished, convictions for sexual consensual activity between same-sex partners should be disregarded too. I hope that expanding the pardons and disregarding the scheme will go some way to righting the wrongs of the past and to reassuring members of the <coughs> LGBT <coughs> plus community <laughs> that Britain is one of the safest places in the world to call home. Um, yeah, so that's good, I guess. Don't hate it. Yeah, don't I hate don't hate it. it. They've um, done a lot of worse things, so mm, mm, hey-ho. Mm. I mean, it will mean a lot to some people. <laughs> but, you know, me, I'm all about reparations. Because, <laughs> like, that's, it's like, oh, okay, you didn't do it. It's like, thanks, you know? It's like, you, like... Yeah. Those, mm, Yeah. It's actually very fucked up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, on the server, like, it, but it's very fucked up. And I remember um, during undergrad, um, when I was studying law and, like, reading... Um, about one of these cases um of like yeah men i think it was um arm brown um mm. but it was basically like um uh, this like gay sex party and like bdsm and stuff like that and yeah they were charged with things like grievous bo- grievous bodily harm and like yeah. da, 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 like it was just made into this like repugnant like yeah, yeah, yeah. like immoral like yeah. terrible thing mm. um i think it was arm brown I, I have to double check that but um yeah just the way they like spoke about it and mm. like just the idea of it like you know of course, like it, it is the same as like uh, like unconsensual yeah. rape or like pedophilia or yeah. like it's yeah. So mm. I think this is the absolute least they can do. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you know, uh, good news for some, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, hang on. I mean, what is this? So yeah, the amendment will also enable those who have died prior to the amendment coming to force um, and within a year of the amendment comes into force to be posthumously, posthumously pardoned. Yeah. Okay. Is that how you pronounce that word? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I struggle. Posthumously? I, sh- I struggle with it as well. There's so many words that I like read a lot, but never yes, actually hear. Yes, yes. Thank you. I got dragged once for saying um, uh, promo. Instead of promo, <laughs> no, <that's funny. laughs> it was like yeah, I was like what fifteen. It was in school, and I said like, oh yeah, have you seen the promo vid? And they were like, the what? I was like, the promo vid. And then they were like, what was I bad with? Um, biopic. Biopic. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my worst one was poignant. <laughs> poignant. <laughs> yeah. Posthumously. 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 Yeah. Posthumously. Okay. Posthumously. Okay. Oh, I um, thought you said posthumously. Yeah, I did. I see that word all the time, but I haven't pronounced it out loud. So. Literally, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was back at work today. I was like, I honestly think I've forgotten the English language and like how to write because I was like, what is this keyboard? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, there um, is a good like dip joke in there somewhere, but I just I'm not quick <laughs> enough to make it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's that. Um, mm. Cool. We'll move on. <clears throat> So now we're going to jump into our final segment, Sound Off. Mm-hmm. 
Um, did you want to do the joint thing, the New Year's thing, real yeah. quick? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that first. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was re-listening to um, "Be Quiet, Britney." Um, mm. "Be Quiet, Tiffany." Sorry, uh, <laughs> our first episode of 2021, mm. and yeah, we briefly talk spoke about like. 2021 and what we'd like to get out of it etc etc um so yeah i noted that i said um that i wanted a good well-paying job that i'm happy with Mm -hmm. i have a good job um Mm. the pay is pretty good Mm. um i'd like it to go up but you know me i'm Mm. forever chasing the bag Mm. um happy (laughs) 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 Uh, let's just say i have been perusing heavily on linkedin um and updating my cv uh like it's fine and Mm. like but i just feel like i've gotten everything i can get out of it Mm. and i like i know what i'm doing Mm. and i just want to I don't like being stagnant and so I just yeah. want to keep like growing and like yeah. doing stuff that's actually challenging me and not making me want to tear my eyelashes out but you know I'm very grateful and you know like mm. it's I appreciate my boss for like you know taking a chance with me da, da, da. Mm. anyway um, I also said I wanted a new car um, I have to say it. <laughs> so I have to say that did not materialise mm. uh, but you know, you know you know it's you know what you get driven I get I have a partner who drives so I don't need to worry about that I have friends who drive yeah. but um yeah, I feel like also it's been a case of like reprioritization because I, I mm. could have bought a car, mm. but I've been more set on moving out. So mm-hmm. I've, I'm like, you know what? I live in London. Like, it's fine. I'm with someone who drives. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that deep. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've been putting that money towards like getting the fuck out. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, although I will say, um, did I tell you that um, we went driving? Uh, the other week we okay. went to like Tesco car park and she let me <laughs> yeah, practice yeah, yeah, like yeah. parking and stuff <laughs> and I was like I haven't driven in like uh, what like two years or something mm. um, and yeah I was just like breaking it but, um, <laughs> yeah that was fun um, and then yeah my last one was to be happy and content and not stressed and anxious and sad mm. um, I still am pretty stressed mm-hmm. um, I still am rather anxious mm. I get sad often mm-hmm. but um, I will also say that I am like I'd, I'd relatively happy like the happiest mm. i've been in a while mm. um mm. which is saying something mm. um and yeah like i feel like i am in a like you know career-wise like i'm in a decent space and you know as i said i want to keep moving and growing but you know things are relatively stable on that front like finances i'm a lot more stable than i was a year <laughs> ago so that's great mm um you know romantically at that time and i was listening yeah. when i was listening to that episode i was like i sound and a lot of those <laughs> earlier episodes like i sound fucking dead inside because <laughs> we literally you got we started this podcast and then maybe like a month or two later i broke uh, up with my ex and so i was uh, just yeah yeah and, we're, yeah and we were in lockdown so i was just yeah. sad as fuck and did not yeah mm. but yeah i'm in like probably the most no definitely like mm. the most loving thing i've ever been in and mm. i have like an amazing person who is so fucking good to me and mm. probably treats me a lot better than I deserve and just fucking you know when you can't sorry to do this but yeah. you know when you like you look at someone or like you look at the way they look at you Aww. and you can just tell like you fucking love me <laughs> like you can just see it like it's they can say it but you can just see it yeah. and it's like I've never like felt like that mm. on that level with yeah. anyone before and just yeah. it's just such a yeah so i i I appreciate her a lot um so uh yeah like you know and in terms of 2022 um yeah i'm just gonna carry on very generic but you know the whole being kind to myself and Mm. all that stuff um hopefully you know quote unquote move out not quote unquote Mm. yes move out that's yeah (laughs) i'm I'm calling it now Mm. um obviously hope the podcast continues to grow do Mm -hmm. bits etc and um 
I'm just trying to make more time for myself as well and just mm. do things that I like enjoy. Um, so I've started this new podcast on Greek mythology because I am mm. such I'm a Greek mm-hmm. mythology nerd. I <laughs> fucking I love it again since I was a kid. Like mm. obsessed, love it. So um, yeah, and just reading more books and like you know, I've said this a million times, but you know, trying to like start playing guitar again and yeah. just like other endeavors beyond mm. just the podcast that mm. are like you know mm. creative and just like not you know just yeah, consuming exactly. miserable news online. Yeah. So um yeah. Uh, how about you? Mm. Um, and just quickly, like I remember yeah. listening back to that episode and like listening to your like resolution. I'm mm. like, oh, like actually, as you've done quite a lot of those <laughs> things. Well, I was like, just I was like, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so that's really cute. Um, I'm not sure if I was as successful. Mm. <laughs> I did chuckle a little bit. <laughs> so I, remember, I think the first. It was the. Like, I don't want to be want a player no more. <laughs> yeah, a I want a fiance. <laughs> Um, so I didn't get a fiance, no ring as of yet. Um, <laughs> but I think about the the year that's gone on since then, and I actually think about. It, I'm like, you know what? Although I'm open to that, I feel like I had like an enjoyable situation. <laughs> you know, long term, good six months. Um, a situationship by like, I would say both our choice. Um, and when it came to an end, I was like happy with that. And then I've had like periods of just like being by myself. And actually, like, I feel like I've done better by myself this year than I like ever have. Mm. Um, which is good to know because obviously the possibility of being by myself for an extended period is well I, i'm doing that right now <laughs> and i may you know go through another long like a longer period of, of that in the future so i think the fact that I, i'm getting comfortable with that is good for me but then also i do feel about think about like where i'm at what i want for my life the things that i want to achieve and i'm like do i like could another person comfortably fit into that mm. and i feel like I could squeeze them in, but also my thing I think like my life is full enough to not feel like completely like devoid and empty without someone there. Mm. So I'm happy about that. Um another thing I said about was um being kind to myself and I feel like, yeah, you know, I'm mm-hmm. keep trying. <laughs> but I feel like I have been, mm. more or less. Yeah. Um and I feel like I'm getting really good at it actually now. Um with just like a lot of like self care things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then the final one which someone actually um DM'd us about saying like, oh you know, I wanted to see how, you know, your resolution of like reconciling your faith, how that's going. Mm. Um and i think it's actually going okay actually mm-hmm. um yeah i'm just i've kind of got to a place where i'm like look you're bi you're queer but you are a christian and you want to be a christian and you don't want you can't stop being bi you can't stop being who you are but you also don't want to let go of your faith so make it work and for a long time to be fair like it, it wasn't really working mm. um and it was just like one or the other and then like literally just like a month ago, um, randomly, I was just like, you know what? And I've been looking for a new church. Like, Let me just go to church. Let me just go find a church. And I'd like found this one online and I'd like tuned into like their online services. I was like, okay, this is fine, whatever. And then I was like, randomly, I was like, no, let me get up and go to church. And I think it was because I went out the night before 
And like, I didn't get drunk and I was like, oh, I'm fresh. It's Sunday and I'm fresh. Like, yeah, let me go to church. So I took myself to church, went there for the first time. And for me, the most important, well, not the most important thing, but a really important thing is the music. Like I need to feel, cause that's like, that's like, that's how I worship really like through, mm. through music and I need to feel it. And the music was beautiful. Like I was mm. like, oh my gosh, this feels like home already. This feels like home just by like mm. the sounds that are like enveloping me. And then pastor's doing his sermon and he's like, you know, some of you, you have like gay colleagues at your workplace and you think fire pandemic. <laughs> But I'm telling you now, that is not biblical, that is cultural. And you are feeling these things because of maybe things that have happened to you in slavery, like to our people in slavery, and things that have been opposed upon us, and we've taken these things upon us. But that is not how Christians should be. We should accept people. You know, the Bible says, whosoever will, let them come. And I was like, now if that ain't a word, <laughs> I was like, damn. And like, don't get me wrong. He wasn't like, yes, we are marrying gay people here today. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, but <laughs> he said, and I don't want to say the bars in hell because it sounds kind of weird saying that about Christian stuff. But he said, you should be loving towards queer people. And to me, I was like, I found home. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? This is good. So I found somewhere that feels safe, that fulfills my kind of needs spiritually and has beautiful, beautiful music. So I'm, I'm actually very excited for this year and where like my faith is going to go. Um, and mm-hmm. then obviously, yeah, so that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I love that um, for you. And then, yeah, obviously other things like podcast want to grow mm. i'm djing i want to get back into that reading i've been doing a bit more i want to mm. do more and i really want to cut down my social media time like <laughs> big time doing this. Um, i hit so, three hours yesterday oh well done every screen time a day well we're, we're coming down the notifications are off we're doing i still it. got eight hours of <laughs> <laughs> but i'm literally like deleting apps and like re-downloading whenever i need them and deleting them again so yeah this year it's gonna work for me but yeah um i think those are my resolutions Mm. sick um Mm. we've got like a few more minutes so if anything else you want to say quickly um i will just say very quickly um tyra you are a (laughs) terrorist (laughs) um you saw the recent yeah they do it every five months uh for (laughs) you who may not have seen the clip that was making the rounds on the tl um you know Tyra basically does her spiel like you know two girls stand before me and you know one is blah 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 says this black girl long black hair beautiful this white lady also be- everyone's beautiful on that show um, and then she says to like the black girl I think her name was Joycelyn she's like Joycelyn you have shown like such strength um, the fact that you were like sick on this challenge but you still powered through you showed such strength you are a survivor and that's how I know you'll survive, survive this. this. <laughs> and then she chose the other girl. Nah. The girl said, yeah. Violence. <laughs> Even Violence. the white girl was like, too soft. I thought I was going on. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she's like, yeah, you almost did. <laughs> I was nah. like, nah, Tyra, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Enough is enough. Okay. Mm-mm. We see beyond the lies. We see beyond the smiles. <laughs> it's time. For, your time is up. <laughs> the class action lawsuit <laughs> has been filed this year. Tyra, you have to pay for your sins you really must but yeah yeah i think i'll leave it there for today uh and yeah just super super last thing for me um once again i hate slavery um 
and uh, but yeah no i had two weeks off and yeah <laughs> had a lot of sleep was nice watched a lot of movies watched a lot of old mo- movies that i mm. loved um also the other night i watched encanto um which was i hear the girls enjoying it yeah i mm. was um inebriated at the time and it took me a while to <laughs> realize that they were a family but um yeah no abuela wasn't up um no yeah she was oh abuela but um yeah no good good mm. movie i enjoy it and like yeah the little the black kid the dark-skinned black kid with the curls like as and literally we were saying this in the episode i was listening mm. to about soul like disney and the animation with like black hair oh yeah they're doing very well and mm. even like the the older guy with like the forcey hair like yeah just like the texture and just like how it moved. Yeah. Come very, very, very Latina. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in Colombia. Mm. Yeah. I yes. And the representation, mm. like, yes, not yeah. all Latinos look like yeah. Sofia Vergara. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was um a fun thing. Uh mm. but yeah, uh that's us for the week. Mm-hmm. Um Asper, hit us up on uh Instagram, uh TikTok, mm-hmm. Twitter at Dear Down Low. Mm-hmm. Um you can find me at just s just with two t's underscore s and me at bernie bambi and as we said if you want to come hang out with us you know another time mm. um hit up the patreon mm-hmm. all the benefits as mentioned but yeah obviously the big thing uh deal uncut which mm. we release every other week so um yeah come out come hang out say mm-hmm. hi and um, also shout out to our artist of the week mm-hmm. tay out with her single is it me hennessy Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys later. Mm. Um, I currently have a half unbraided head. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the whole the old ponytail trick with the beady on top. So that's the trick. You got to start from the back slash middle. No, no, nobody's gonna. They're gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. Um, so yeah, I have to take out my hair and undo it. So um, yeah, okay, bye. Love you, bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm still dying when I saw that that fuzz. <laughs> Under the brains. No, Auntie's playing with me.